Good evening. This is a reading of We Travel Like All People from the collection named Fewer Roses in 1986. We travel like everyone else, but we return to nothing, as if travel were a part of clouds. We buried our loved ones in the shade of clouds and between the roots of trees. We said to our wives, Give birth for hundreds of years so that we may end this journey within an hour of a country, within a meter of the impossible. We travel in the chariots of the Psalms, sleep in the tents of the prophets, and are born again in the language of gypsies. We measure space with a hoopoe's beak and sing so that distance may forget us. We cleanse the moonlight, your road is long, so dream of seven women to bear this long journey on your shoulders. Shake the trunks of palm trees for them. You know the names, and which one will give birth to the son of Galilee. Ours is a country of words. Talk, talk, let me rest my road against a stone. Ours is a country of words. Talk, talk, let me see an end to this journey. The first sentence of this poem, We travel like everyone else but we return to nothing, sets the tone. It is clear that Darwish's experience of being driven from his homeland as a child and returning a year later to be a foreigner in his own land has had a lasting impression. To describe returning home as returning to nothing exposes how much of an alien Darwish has been made to feel. Hardly surprising when he was not able to travel from village to village without a permit, and when he was imprisoned for his writings. The next part which catches my mind is a little cryptic. We said to our wives, give birth for hundreds of years, so that we may end this journey within an hour of a country, within a meter of the impossible. Like many traditions and cultures, Palestinians tend to have larger families and extended families. This family unit and the network that it is in is an important source of support for the individual. But of course, if things do not work out, if there are conflicts within, then it can be a source of pain as well. In the having of children, there is a sense of pride and even of duty in the case of Palestine and Palestinians like Darwish, who do not even have a land to call their own. The existence of the people becomes even more important to the identity. Interestingly, one of Israel's challenges today is the growth of the Palestinian population, both in the occupied West Bank and in Israel proper, where they're referred to as Arab Israelis. The Jewish character and democratic character make Israel what it is, but if the Jewish majority is under threat, then these two elements start to find themselves in conflict. But to stay on topic, the ending of this journey within an hour of a country within a meter of the impossible, was difficult to understand at first. I assume it was referring to the restrictions on movement that Darwish experienced in needing a permit to, to merely, in needing a permit to merely travel from place to place within Israel. The idea of arbitrary lines restricting where Darwish could and could not go must have felt very suffocating. And as someone who carries a West Bank Palestinian ID card, 
I'm very much aware of the checkpoints in between the cities, of certain restrictions of where you know, we, we can and cannot go. The next verse is, We travel in the chariots of the Psalms, sleep in the tents of the prophets, and are born again in the language of gypsies. I have not read the Bible in full, just bits here and there, but I found three references to chariots in the book of Psalms. The one that is most suitable to the Darwish and his themes, I think, is the following from Psalm 104, verse 3, which praises God. He lays the beams of his upper chambers in the waters. He makes the clouds his chariot. He walks upon the wings of the wind. There are numerous references to clouds in Darwish's poems. In the beginning of this very poem, Darwish describes travel as a part of clouds and how loved ones were buried in the shade of these clouds. Just before verse 3 of Psalm 104, in verse 2, there is also a mention of tents. The Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent. Whether Darwish is intentionally referring to this figurative tent as the tent of the prophets is not certain, but it seems quite fitting that both of these things come from the same psalm. The final line in this verse, and are born again in the language of gypsies, gypsies being a travelling and nomadic people with their own language and culture and without a nation of their own, the connection Darwish makes between them and the Palestinians is clear. Other similarities may be the negative stereotypes and discrimination they face in certain places, but the verse in full paints a picture of a wandering people who travel upon the clouds, sleep beneath the heavens, and are born in the language of nomads. The next line, We measure space with a hoopoe's beak, and sing so that distance may forget us, is particularly interesting. The mention of the hoopoe, a bird, is another continuing theme in Darwish's poetry, apart from its significance in ancient Egyptian and Persian culture and the mentions it gets in the Torah and the Quran, Darwish would also write a long-form poem titled The Hoopoe later in 1993, which I might cover. Continuing on with the religious theme and in particular Christianity, the next few lines make a reference to Jesus and the story of his birth. We cleanse the moonlight. Your road is long, so dream of seven women to bear this long journey on your shoulders. Shake the trunks of palm trees for them. You know the names and which one will give birth to the son of Galilee. According to the Quran, the Virgin Mary went into labour under a palm tree. While she was in the throes of pain, she heard a voice saying, Grieve not, for your Lord has provided a rivulet beneath you, and shake towards yourself the trunk of the palm tree. It will let fall fresh ripe dates upon you. With Mary being from Nazareth, in the region of the Galilee, one of Jesus' designations has been the son of Galilee. Darwish is also from this region, and his poetry is filled with references to Palestine's status as the Holy Land. The poem closes off with, Ours is a country of words. Talk, talk, let me rest my road against a stone. Ours is a country of words. Talk, talk, let me see an end to this journey. This makes me think of the importance of their oral tradition. Many civilizations and cultures in the past did not have a sophisticated system of writing. Instead, things would be passed down by word of mouth, 
and whatever writing they had was basic, and because of this, not everyone was illiterate. This is especially true for the Arabic language before the Islamic faith. It could just as easily be an expression of frustration at the lack of progress. People may voice their displeasure or even shout their slogans, but things are staying the same, if not worsening. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new as I did.